Hello. Hey yo. Okay. What's up? Okay. It always sounds so much different on here than it does on the phone. It does. It sounds clearer. I agree. Um, okay. Should we do our introduction? Yes, please. Okay, welcome to Kinsphere Sisters. My name is Taryn. I'm Amanda. Um, and this week's episode, we're going to be talking about Bigfoot. The Squatch. The Squatch. There's a Squatch in these woods. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. We've, um, Taryn, before we start, do you believe in Bigfoot? I'm not totally convinced. <laughs> to be honest. I am not either. Um, it's fun to think about. Yeah. Um, cryptids are always interesting and spooky, but even I didn't do a whole lot of research, but in the short amount of time that I did, there was a lot of things being said that just doesn't make me believe <laughs> right. in so the big I, I did not listen to a ton of um like like firsthand accounts or like sightings or anything like that I kind of just did like research on you know what like whether people think it's real and different kinds of um I guess theories that people have but Mm -hmm. considering I didn't really look into a ton of actual like footage or anything I guess maybe I am maybe jumping the gun but it it's difficult because I feel like on one hand I do absolutely believe in aliens, but there are like way more accounts and, you know, firsthand like video footage and, you know, credible people who have information on this. Whereas with Bigfoot, it just seems like there's a lot fewer sightings and there aren't nearly as many organizations and, you know, research to back it up. So I feel like it's, just it doesn't have you know the same kind of credibility I guess or it doesn't get the same attention either (laughs) I feel like a lot of the people like have you there's um there's a tv show or something called finding bigfoot yes and like the people on it I don't I mean this is gonna sound rude but they just seem like (laughs) dumb hillbillies yeah or is it in Florida where does that one take place no it's maybe like the Appalachian mountains or something okay Uh, I don't know but yeah I mean it just they seem like like uh just okay so you know if you go out into the woods and you're like just wandering around you're like hunting or you're like a a lumberjack or something and you stumble upon like a big ass footprint or you see some kind of giant ape-like like figure wandering around in the shadows like that's one thing but if you're like we're gonna go out in the woods and we're going to look for big evidence, then you're, of course, you're going to find something, you know, you're going to put two and two together and make it, make it be whatever you want it to be, you know, like, oh, right. this, this thing I found, this has to be a footprint from a Bigfoot. It's like, it could literally be fucking anything. <laughs> right. Right. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Um, I feel like there's so many legends and there's so many sightings in the past that like, maybe there is something like that like maybe it's like the missing link between apes and humans but okay there's no concrete evidence like i i wrote like a whole paragraph about like how i feel about it right now like after doing this research <laughs> i just i just there's not enough evidence for me to believe it if i 
if I came across a Bigfoot, that would change the whole story. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And I do have like a kind of a Bigfoot sighting story, but... You saw the DuPont monster, didn't you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Will you explain what the DuPont monster is? Or do you have like a a story that you wanted to tell for it? Well, I'm actually not really sure like what exactly the DuPont monster was supposed to be, but DuPont was like this creepy winding road in the middle of nowhere that everyone had to take from our podunk town to our high school's podunk town. And it was probably like a good 15 to 20 miles of like winding road, but also there were um, like oil refineries and just uh, what, what were they? Um, they kind of had like cooling lakes and things around it, you know, like yeah. radiation swamps. So um, it was already, I, I'm not sure if that's where like the DuPont monster came from, that it was supposed to be some sort of like, you know, three-eyed fish type thing that came from the radiation lakes or but the cooling lakes. I, I mentioned this to Hannah and that's what she said it was. It's some, it's like some dude got, he like fell into a cooling lake or something okay. and became the DuPont monster. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um but yeah, um, tell me uh, your story of him that you saw. Well, it was so strange. I mean, I was go, I was driving, you know, pretty quickly. But like, um, in the like fall and winter time, there's cornfields on both sides of the road. So in the fall and winter, the corn is down, and um, there was one just like empty field. And I swear to God, I could not describe it as anything but just like a man like a super tall man hunched over wearing like a fur coat. <laughs> like I was going pretty quickly. Um, so it's not like I slowed down and stopped and saw him, but he was just walking through the field out in the open, you know, all the corn is down and everything. So, I mean, it, it was behind um, actually one, one of the kids houses who, who our bus stopped at on DuPont road. It was like right behind his house. It was like, maybe it's one of the guys that live there or something like, but the guys that live there were like notoriously short. So (laughs) there's just no way it just doesn't add up. Right. It has to be. There's no other explanation. Sure. Right. But it was, it was really weird and it was just something that I'll never be able to explain. But you know, again, it's not like I slowed down and tried to, you know, really take a good look at it i just mm-hmm. in a fleeting moment but you drove by and you're like did, did a double take like what the fuck was that thing exactly yeah yep exactly i know i remember that day you came home and you were like i think i saw the dupat monster today. <laughs> like what are you talking about it's real, <laughs> <laughs> it's real. <laughs> that's amazing um all right so do you have a, a definition for bigfoot well sort of it depends on who you ask because there's like you know the yeti the sasquatch um there's bigfoot there's the skunk apes there's so many different types um but essentially typically it is just like a tall muscular ape-like man um normally between six and ten feet tall they are covered in hair and they have a human face and giant footprints that they leave behind um so a lot of the um evidence that they have is um just kind of like those clay molded um like imprints from their footprints that they find more so than actual like sasquatch sightings is what i was finding um but that's i guess that's why they started calling it the bigfoot is because that's like a defining characteristic it's just got these huge ass feet um however i remember there was like a there was like a commercial or something and it was like um, this little cartoon Bigfoot, and he's like, I just don't understand why they call me Bigfoot. I mean, 
look at my feet. They're really not that big. <laughs> and I was like, that's so cute. <laughs> and then I've also, I stumbled upon a Facebook page called Sax Squatch. And it's a, a Sasquatch that plays a saxophone. And I'm, I'm here for it. What? <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> so cute. Um, well, I guess I will delve into... Um, so I did, like, research on um, a couple different countries and their uh, version of Bigfoot. Um, so I guess I should start by saying that Bigfoot is, like, kind of what we call it in America. Um, we also call it Sasquatch or... Um, well, I've also... I've seen... Okay, so my first country is Canada. Um, and I guess that they usually call Bigfoot Sasquatch. Like, that's what they... <laughs> and then I put insert sack squatch reference here. So I was, <laughs> I was supposed to wait to tell you about the sack squatch. I'll let it slide. He plays the saxophone. Um, okay. Uh, this was the only firsthand account that I wrote about. Um, so there's an account from a man named Albert Ostman. He claims to have been held captive by a group of Bigfoots for about a week in 1924. But he didn't actually tell his story until about 30 years later because he was scared that people would think he was crazy. So he originally didn't even believe in, like, stories about Sasquatch. Um, he was like, nah, that's stupid. That's crazy. I, he was, like, a logger or lumberjack type dude. Um, and so I'm sure he's, like, spent plenty of time out in the woods. And then he comes home and he hears all these stories about people being like, I saw a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch. And he was like, that's fucking stupid. I spend so much time out there and I've never seen anything like that, you know? <laughs> So he was like, no, that's dumb. However, um, he was out in the woods one night in 1924, back in the heyday, mm -hmm. um, and he woke up to being carried away from camp by a Sasquatch while he was still in a sleeping bag. So he's that's like, good. he's like, I can only, I imagine him being like scooped up like a baby. <laughs> And, like, you wake up and you're like, mm, I'm being snuggled. And then you realize you're being carried by a fucking Sasquatch. <laughs> Um, so he, the Sasquatch brought him back to a group of three other Sasquatches. Is the plural of Sasquatch Sasquatches? I don't know. I saw that the plural of Bigfoot is Big Feet, but didn't seem like I, a Sasquatch shy. I don't know. Is it Bigfoot or Bigfoots or Big Feet or, <laughs> I don't know. Is what I saw, but I could be wrong. Um, anyway, so there were four of Sasquatches together. Um, and then this Ostman guy, he said that one of them looked like a, like it was really young, like a child. And one of them was reportedly about eight feet tall. So that's pretty fucking big. That's not like a normal sized human. Mm -mm. Um, Ostman claimed that they fed him some kind of sweet grass while he was held captive. And one of the female Sasquatches washed and stacked leaves, which I thought was interesting. Like they're, they're just like hanging out at camp and like doing work like preparing food and like i don't know they're like a happy little family right behaving so, like people. that's crazy i've yeah. never heard this story before me neither so this guy he had a gun at the time but he didn't shoot them because they weren't like hurting him they just like picked him up and took him to their little home um but my theory is that um he probably also didn't shoot them because if you shoot one the others are probably gonna attack him for sure you know like I don't know. <laughs> um, it's one against four. Yeah. And, and, 
Oh. Yeah, and they're big. Um, though he eventually got away when one of the Sasquatches, like, smelled his tobacco snuff, and it started, like, choking on it. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I also read that there that he had been taken to be used as a mate for one of the female Sasquatches, but I didn't really look into that because I think it's gross. <laughs> so that's my first one from Canada. Wow. Well, okay. So now he's a believer. Yeah. So, but he came back and he like didn't tell anybody for like 30 years. And then finally, like people were telling their stories and like newspapers and stuff like, Oh, I, I saw Bigfoot or I was kidnapped by Bigfoot. And he was like, maybe it's time for me to like tell my story. And like people were interviewing him and like, you know, of course people, of course some people thought he was crazy, but like other people were interviewing him and they were like, he seemed like a normal person. And like, even, even though he was older, because it was like 30 years later, like he seemed to be like, of sound mind so yeah I don't know dang I mean I definitely I know that the majority of these sightings are in like Canada and like the Pacific Northwest is like another um like common area that they're seen so I guess that kind of adds up if he was you know in Canada or whatever um I have that um a third of the sightings are in the North American Pacific Northwest um and fun fact more Americans believe in Sasquatch than the Big Bang Theory. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't follow the link to see where that came from, that poll came from. But... <laughs> that makes me really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Um, I believe it, though. <laughs> um, so, my next country is Nepal. Which, uh, they call it the Yeti. Um, it used to be called the abominable snowman and for some reason they like don't use that term anymore and that makes me think of um the yeti from monsters inc and he's like i'm not an abominable snowman why can't they call me the adorable snowman (laughs) yeah right so i think he prefers the word yeti (laughs) (laughs) probably so this this yeti is shorter than bigfoot or sasquatch they're usually about six feet tall and they're said to have gray or reddish brown fur. And then I put hair question mark. I don't know. Is it fur or is it hair? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's fur if it's on your body and hair if it's on your head. That's what I was under the impression. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I don't say I have furry legs. I say I have hairy legs. <laughs> you know? I don't That's know. true. Yeah. Ah, terminology. That's tough. <laughs> um, okay. So these yetis live in the forest below the Himalayan mountains, which just sounds beautiful but cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a debate uh, that maybe the yeti sightings are just bears. Um, I didn't really look into this, but I guess bears are common in that area. Otherwise, why would they say it's bears? Um, sure. And I feel like in most forests, you know, like that's typically where they'll see where they have like Sasquatch sightings in the U.S., mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere, uh, really, they're typically in, like, largely forested, you know, areas, uh, yeah. except for the Dupont monster who was found in a cornfield, but... Yeah, bears aren't native to the cornfield. <laughs> right, but, uh, but yeah, definitely they've been mistaken for black bears, which I thought was interesting, because they're typically supposed to look more like apes, but, yeah. I mean, there are no apes in the forest, they're in, like, jungles, so, I don't know. yeah. Anyway, carry on. Um, okay. Uh, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know which is scarier to me, though. Like, seeing a Yeti or seeing a bear. 
Um, <laughs> yetis, I feel like, are pretty shy and, like, they would just, like, hide. Mm-hmm. But bears would, like, they'd be, like, get the fuck out of my territory and they'd come and attack you. Anyway. For sure. Um, let's see. So I did find <laughs> an interesting story regarding the Yeti, the search for the Yeti. Um, it was conducted in 2007 by Josh Gates of the TV series Destination Truth. Uh, he found a 13-inch footprint, and then he also found two partial prints near the Himalayas. Um, these prints were pretty controversial. Okay, so if you find a footprint in, like, the snow, they usually discount it because snow can change really quickly. Okay. It can melt or, like, you know, all kinds of things can happen to where it, like, makes whatever you found in the snow not credible. But right. They- um, these footprints were found in rocky soil near a river, which is almost as bad as finding a footprint in the snow. Um, so, you know, if, if it's rocky soil, it's not going to be very clear. And if it's near a river, then it's probably wet. So it can, you know, get washed away and change really easily. Um, also, he only found the one full print. So that raises the question, like, why isn't there a line of footprints where the Yeti was walking? Like, why is there just one by itself? Yeah. So this Gates guy, he actually thinks that he found scientific evidence based on these flimsy findings, but he's just an actor. He's not like an animal tracker or a zoologist or anything. Um, And now the mold of the footprint is not at a museum, but at Disney World near the legend of the Forbidden Mountain roller coaster. Oh, my God. He, so I don't know if he like tried to give it to the museums or anything, and they were like, "Dude, you're an idiot. Get the fuck out of here." Also, like maybe it's just me, but twelve inches does not seem that big for a footprint. Like, I feel like basketball players have bigger feet than that. Right. <laughs> I mean, okay, so maybe I saw a picture of him like holding it, and like the heel area is really skinny, and then the feet, like um, the ball of the foot, is like really fucking wide, and the toes mm. are really big. Um. So, I mean, it's, like, long and, like, misshapen. Like, it doesn't right. look like a normal footprint. But, Much again... Flat-footed. Yeah. Again, it was found in, like, kind of a, a wonky, not very solid area. Right. Okay. <laughs> For this next one, I just wrote, Straya. So, Australia. What is that? Oh, oh. <laughs> Straya. <laughs> <laughs> this is Australia's Bigfoot. <laughs> Straya. Uh... It's called the Yowie, and this word comes from the aboriginal word yui, which means dream spirit. And I just think that's so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the Yowie are uh, anywhere from 5 to 11 feet tall. So that's a big difference. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe a few of these sightings were just like little hairy dudes hanging out in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> um. These Yowie are said to have, quote, yellow or red eyes deeply set inside a dome-shaped head. And Yowies are said to have tan, black, gray, or white hair covering black skin with arms so long they nearly reach the ground. Those are long arms. Definitely more like an ape than the other ones are describing. Yeah. And another thing that they were talking about, too, like with um, kind of like... uh, debunking it and saying that people were wearing like costumes or whatever they were like there's no way that like this could possibly be a bear like look at how long its arms are yeah. like bear proportions and ape proportions are so different. yeah 
But I mean, I don't know. I don't know which one it's, it's, I don't know, because bears are more native to the U.S. than there are no apes or monkeys in North America. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Anyway, Australia, the outback. Australia. <laughs> um, well, I was going to say, um, there's that like really famous footage of the Bigfoot walking and it like, it's really far away and he's walking and then he like turns to look behind him, you know, or, do you know? Yeah. What about? yeah. It's very grainy. Yeah. So the thing is, I remember watching like a documentary and this is when Bigfoot first really started to scare me was cause I was like 10 years old and watching this fucking Bigfoot documentary and we lived in the woods and I was like, great. Um, right. and so like the way that he turns, he doesn't just turn his head, his whole upper torso turns because of the way an ape's neck is they have to turn their whole upper body to turn their head. Like, they can't, they can't just turn their head. So, like, they say it's probably not somebody just wearing a costume, because if it was, then he, why wouldn't he just turn his head? I'm right. Like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. I have to put Bigfoot traps out in the woods now. <laughs> so that's uh, where my fear began. <laughs> um, let's see. My next country is Indonesia. So this one is different because these dudes are little. Um, okay, I'm going to mispronounce this, but it's called Orang Pendek. Uh, so this translates to little man. Um, so they're, I mean, they might have big feet, but they're, they're just like bipedal, uh, hairy bipedal creatures that it's kind of like Indonesia's version of Bigfoot. Um, so they, let's see, they have a large pot belly and they might be dark gray, dark black, yellow, or tan. Um, they also have long head hair and that really freaks me out. Oh, that is creepy. I like that. Um, so they're said to be anywhere from two and a half to five feet tall. Little men. Yeah, like little monkeys. Yeah. Um, all right, I have a quote here. Oh, I forgot to put my sources. Okay, my sources were <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> um, and then I found two separate articles, and then I realized that they were written by the same person. But he's just like, um, he's like a, uh, I don't know, what the fuck was I going to say? He's like a, like a researcher? I mean, well. He does like uh, cryptozoology and stuff. Okay. Um, I don't know what his stance is. If he's pro Bigfoot or he doesn't believe in Bigfoot. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so his name is Benjamin Radford, and I got an article from him on LiveScience.com and the Center for Inquiry. Okay, where was I? Indonesia, the little men. Okay, so this is a quote, and it says, One of the first alleged sightings of the Orang deck occurred in 1923 when a Dutch settler, a Dutch settler in Sumatra saw one in a tree so they can climb. Um, though he was armed, he refused to shoot it because it resembled a human. So he probably just thought it was like some little hairy person hanging out in a tree. And he was like, I ain't shooting that person. Interesting. Yeah. So I have an, a fun fact about the Orang Pendek. Tell me. Um, some people think that the way that their bodies are shaped, their feet are backwards to confuse trackers. <gasps> I don't like that. Isn't that so scary? Oh, God, Taryn, I really don't like that. <laughs> I know. I was like, I wonder if she's going to, if she read the same article as I did about them. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't hear that. Oh, my God. It's weird, isn't it? That's disgusting. That's like it, 
so awkward right and it just i don't know it reminded me of like a pokemon or something oh a weird trait that i don't i don't know just seems unnatural right uh-huh. um well ari and i are watching the show the 100 oh yeah yeah um and we just watched an episode we're like still pretty early on um uh, i'm so mad because he fell asleep and it was such a good episode and I'm, oh my god it's so dumb, dude <laughs> um so what season are you on what what season are you on i think we're still in the first season oh god yeah so long ago okay <laughs> so it's like uh they were out like hunting and the grounders were like going after them trying to find them and they were like tracking a deer and they're like wait these deer footprints are too perfect and then they're like oh my god we're the ones being hunted like the the grounders that were chasing after them like planted these deer footprints in the soil and i'm like oh that's uh, that yeah. was yeah that was a while ago good lord those characters have been through some shit uh, <laughs> don't tell me anything all right all right i won't i honestly don't even remember that oh my god the grounders aren't they terrifying they are they're all everybody. Everybody's scary. I, the mountain men. I mean, they just Lord. we just saw the mountain men, and that's where Ari fell asleep. And I was like, "Huh? <laughs> what?" <laughs> okay. Um, my last one is Florida. It's not a country, but it might as well be for sure. Swamp squatch. <laughs> yeah. Skunk ape. Okay, so they call it a skunk ape because it is often accompanied by a strong skunky smell. Then I wrote. Mayhaps marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Is that allowed in Florida? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, okay. So they have long, dark, gross hair on their bodies and yeah. they live in Florida swamps. Swamp squatch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They call it the skunk ape too. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I have here. But anyway. <laughs> um, I just, the word swamp squatch just makes me laugh. <laughs> um, so I first heard of this from the guy's at Alien Theorists Theorizing, the podcast. Yes. Um, so they did an episode about this, and they talked about how they don't think it's a person because they move so quickly and swiftly through, like, swampy terrains. Like, if you're a person, like, you're going to be tripping over, like, roots and branches and all kinds of crazy shit. But these skunk ape swamp watches, they're so, like, agile, even though they're covered in, like, it looks like almost like seaweed that they're covered in it's such oh, like wow. like long long thick dark like dreaded hair mm-hmm. um which is really strange because like if you live in such a hot humid climate why would you be covered in hair you know i mean it is weird because like if you think of sloths like like moss grows on them because they're moving so slowly oh, yeah. but if you like i watched a video of the skunk ape actually um <laughs> And it was, it was, it does move really quickly, um, but you can't really tell. Um, it's really far away, so you can't really tell what its hair looks like up close, like if it's like matted and mossy. But, you know, considering they move so quickly, how the fuck would like greenery have time to grow on it? Unless it's like, I guess, sleeping in the grass, like in the moss. I don't know. What do they call it? looks like a, what do they call it? Like a ghillie suit? Is that what they call it? A ghillie yeah, I think it's a ghillie suit. And it's like a, a camouflage. It's like... A, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know, it's like... About. It looks like moss hanging all over you. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's what they look like. Um, it's actually just a doomsday prepper, like, practicing his bugging out. <laughs> oh, my God. 
wading through the swampy marshes of Florida. <laughs> and he is high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just, he really reeks. Yeah, he just stinks so bad like a skunk. <laughs> um, so, in conclusion. <laughs> so Wait, I want to say about the skunk apes. So, they interviewed the person. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. They ever interviewed the person who took the video. Okay. And... They asked him, you know, like, do you really believe that this is a Sasquatch? Like, what else could this be? And he was like, well, the thing is, there are 2.2 million acres of protected land east of the Mississippi, um, kind of like north of Florida. Um, that, and there's like a ton of swampland in the area. And they were like, you know, things decompose quickly in this land and uh, this land is rarely visited. So, you know, people aren't like really building homes there. People don't drive through there. It's just like, you know, this protected swamp land. And yeah. they're like, I could definitely see there being, you know, reclusive animal species that go unnoticed because, you know, their bones and fossils just kind of decompose in this like swampy marsh. And, um, you know, it's it's just crazy, like to think that in our own country, like, there could be so many, like, weird little rodents and, like, just animals that, like, you know, people aren't really, like, studying or looking at because nobody lives there, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I guess it isn't, like, that crazy to think that, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Something large and human-like could be. I don't know. Anyway, so, in conclusion. (laughs) Well, I did write about that, like, the bones and stuff here in my conclusion um okay okay let me see let me me just read it uh i tried to find some first-hand encounters with bigfoot but none of them were really convincing Mm -hmm. um so i'm not like trying to dismiss anybody's story but there just isn't enough like solid evidence for me to believe that they were actually attacked or abducted by bigfoots um so like it could have been some other big hairy animal um, a lot of the times bears are mistaken for Bigfoots, especially because they can like stand up on their two back legs. So it makes mm-hmm. them like, big, hairy bipeds, you know? Sure. And I'm sure they have giant footprints. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. I don't think I've ever seen like a bear that close, but <laughs> seem big. Um, okay. So the footprints to me aren't really like good enough evidence personally, Um so my main thing is, like, why haven't we found any bodies? Like, if a Bigfoot dies, do the other Bigfoots bury them or something? Right, yes. Um, so I wrote that if they do really exist, we would have found bones or body by now. But, like, like you said, especially, like, in the swamps and stuff, like, that might not be even a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess if I saw one in real life, that would be a different story, but... <laughs> that I from the extensive research I did in the last hour and a half um, (laughs) I'm not super convinced I'm really not either I had a couple other points here too like um just kind of like the first um mention of the Bigfoot like you were saying was in Canada but like the first time it was written about wasn't until like the 1950s which is when you know the guy you were talking about kind of came forward and like told everyone about his experience um and yeah they did say that it was like bloggers in um like washington and oregon oregon has the highest number of sightings with 600 of them since 1818 Um, there have been over a thousand sightings from 1818 to 1980 in north america alone um Let's see, what else do we have? Oh, fun fact. The FBI actually has a file on Bigfoot since the 70s. Um, 
they actually have what they thought was like hair samples and there's like a some sort of organization that does like Bigfoot research and they're trying to like fund it and everything and they finally were able to convince them to test this these hair samples that they had and they're like well normally we only do testing if there's like some sort of crime or litigation going on and you know so finally they were like all right whatever we'll test it for you and come to find out they say that it was like deer hair but the organization never actually like saw the results like they never actually like mailed them or emailed them any of the results or anything so of course they're not convinced Um, a couple of the other alternative sasquatches that i had um, there's one called the chemosit, which is in the Kenyan forests. They say that it can look like a hyena or a bear. Um, they make uh, really loud, like almost laughing noises like hyenas. And Ooh. one of their theories is that they eat the brains of their victims. Like a zombie? Yes, exactly. Uh, there's another one in Brazil called, I can't even begin to pronounce it, called the Mapingarari, Guari, sure, yeah. And you could tell me anything, and I would believe it. <laughs> it was. They say that in 1937, it went on a three-week rampage. So I'm guessing they were thinking it was only one. I don't know. There was a, it was a three-week rampage where it slaughtered over 300 cows and it ripped out their tongues. Now that kind of reminded me of, um, like aliens. You know, have you ever heard of how like aliens were? draining the blood of cattle and yeah what i mean so that's kind of what that reminded me of and especially because there are some theories that big feet bigfoot is an alien have you heard those uh i haven't really looked into it but i can see that yeah i mean they're saying that maybe it was some sort of like genetic test that the army was trying to do on people where they were trying to like splice human genes with apes or extraterrestrials with like extra human strength or something trying to make them you know super military men or whatever and a couple of them survived and you know they're still surviving in whatever the pacific northwest um yeah for (laughs) sure um so anyway that was another one of the theories that i read um i thought was pretty interesting um i believe those are oh and then of course the native americans so native americans have like crazy theories about a lot of cryptozoology and i feel like it's very interesting coming from them because they literally had at the time like no media influence you know what i mean like we have horror movies and you know books and uh comic books and different things like that you know that are kind of always influencing us like whether we like whether we think they are or not it's like you know when you hear some something at night like you immediately I don't, I don't know. Some people may immediately think that it's like something scary or something creepy or something, you know, paranormal, but you always try to, oh, I do. what's that? I do. Right. I hate it. I mean, it <laughs> I just watched a alien movie, then yeah, I'll probably like be convinced that it's an alien, but if I'm <laughs> otherwise, I'll just like, you know, brush it off to the wind. Um, but I feel like Native Americans, like, they didn't have that kind of influence. They didn't have people, you know, like, movies and media telling them about all these things and cover-ups and conspiracies. So 
you know, I feel like what else did they really have to do? Like they were outside all the time. They were, you know, very in tune with nature. But of course they looked at him. They look, they look at animals like a brotherhood almost. Like we kind of look at animals like they're inferior to us, probably uh-huh. mostly because they can't like communicate in the same way that we can. Um, but um Native Americans, you know, respected them as, like, their elders. And, like, that was, I guess, one of the, I mean, I'm obviously not an expert, but that was just, like, one of the things that I was reading that they kind of, you know, are in nature all the time. They respect nature and they respect animals. So I feel like it's, if it's something that they saw, they wouldn't, like, mess with it. They, you know, they kind of, like, respect their surroundings. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I just... That they, of course, were the first ones to, to kind of talk about these sightings, um, which would debunk my military. Uh, <laughs> Darn it. But of course, there's no like written, docu- you know, written documentation about this. It's just kind of like oral um, history. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of the legends started, you know, way, way back. So, I mean, right. Right. Where did they start? you know all over the world not just in america but like what did they see that caused them to be like there's this creature living in the woods and it looks like this right it seems like every country has like their own form of like a set like a reclusive human-like creature that lives in the woods whether it's like an ape or a bear you know like i feel like every culture kind of has something like that um but i don't know i don't know if they're real I have no idea. Like I said, they, I, I feel like, you know, nobody's really taking any research on this seriously. And there's also just like so little evidence. And I actually, I read a headline, but I didn't actually click on it. And it said like, here's proof that um, Sasquatch bury their dead. And I didn't actually click on it. It seemed kind of like clickbait. Um, but like that, like that would be very interesting because how, you know, if they are real, there should be some sort of, I mean, teeth or bone or, you know, anything. We have Neanderthal um, evidence and DNA. and You know what I mean? Like, there's proof of that. So, and they're actually probably older than, uh, or you know, they're like an older, what do you call it? Like, ancestor, I guess, of the thought you would think. So, I mean, (laughs) considering they're uh, allegedly still roaming around, the country today you'd think that we would have some sort of hair dna teeth whatever from them yeah. because we don't it's i mean it's impossible to test for it it's impossible to prove so just because we have these like giant footprints i don't know yeah that's not enough for me <laughs> i agree i agree um there's also a game for like a phone it is called sneaky sasquatch and it's really (laughs) cute and you play as a sasquatch and he's like he's like just this cute like tall little monkey looking dude and he's got a little backpack oh my god (laughs) and uh you you go around and you just do like cute little sasquatch activities but the only rule is you can't get caught by the park ranger so like you have if you see the park ranger you have to like run and hide (laughs) the life of a sasquatch i know it's really cute. I think I might download it because it, it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, we have the time. Uh, yeah. Yes. What have you been doing for your quarantine? 
Oh my god. I mean, Brian and I have been playing Animal Crossing like crazy. We're finally able to terraform our island. Thank god. Have you gotten the Switch? No, I didn't get a Switch. They're like sold out everywhere. Like Animal Crossing is so huge right now. No, that's right. I did hear that they were sold out everywhere. That's crazy. Yeah, that's all right. We got the Wii. Yeah. Um, got Netflix. We've got the cat. Right. <laughs> Entertainment. Yeah, and it's it's been so nice out here. I think I might set up my rig and play on the silk for a little bit, but Ari's not home right now, so I, I need his help setting it up. <laughs> yeah, that thing is a beast. It is. It's huge. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, what should our topic be next week? Girl, I got a couple written down, but I don't really know. What Do you, do you have anything in mind? I have a couple written down, too. I mean, just the list that I gave you. Um, like, Secret Societies would be a good one. Or, like, the simulation theory. That could be a good one. That we're all just sims living in the world. Oh um, do you want to do a murder mystery? We could do Boys on the Tracks. Oh, my God, Taryn. What? That is such a good one. <laughs> Isn't it? It's so... We could go for, like, hours. It has everything. So- it has government conspiracy. It has drug deals. It has the cartel. It has murder mystery. I mean, forensics. Everything. It's a good one. Do you, I feel like you know a lot about that. Will you, if we did that one, will you just do all the research and just tell me the story? <laughs> really? Because it's just so in-depth, I don't think I can handle it. It really is. And there's actually, like, um, I'll find the documentary on it, too. Um, and maybe we can both just watch that instead. Spend two hours watching a documentary. And just, I would like, recap. <laughs> um, oh, mom was sending me, she sent me something about Benjamin Franklin, um, I don't know if she sent the link oh, to Oh, yeah, me. yeah, she did. Um, so I started watching it, but I didn't finish it because I got interrupted. But um, it's about Benjamin Franklin's house when he lived in England. And he lived with, um, like, this young doctor and his wife and his mom. and Or his wife's mom. And uh, um, this doctor was, like, doing um, experiments on cadavers. And so the thing about it is, like, people would, uh, like, they would hire, like, body snatchers to go to fresh graves and, you know, pull out the bodies. Yes. Yes. So the thing that mom, the thing that mom was really concerned about is that there's all these bones and dead bodies buried in Benjamin Franklin's basement. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about? And then I watched it. And it's because this doctor that he lived with was doing, you know, he, he was like, teaching like classes on anatomy at this house and when they were done with the cadavers they would just cut up the bodies and bury them in the basement oh my god that seems very ethical like their families cannot possibly be like cool with that no well so the thing is like it was illegal there's like some weird uh legal technicality where it's like illegal to um steal like jewelry or clothing or like personal items um out of grave sites okay but wasn't technically illegal to steal the body because a body isn't a piece of property oh my god yeah it doesn't belong to anybody um so they would dig up these freshly dug graves and they would pull out the body and they would undress it and leave the clothes and the jewelry and everything in the coffin rebury it and just take the naked body to this doctor's house where 
Ben Franklin lived and uh, sell it. That is you know? crazy. Like, ugh. It's cool. gross. <laughs> and like I, I, they were talking about how like how bad it smelled like at this house when there were fresh cadavers there. Just I can't even imagine. Oh, I'm sure that <laughs> is so gross. Yes. <laughs> so like when mom was telling me about it, I was like, oh my god, is Ben Franklin secretly a murderer? But then I like <laughs> watched it and I was like, ah, I see. There's like a story behind it. <laughs> interesting so do you recommend watching this movie mom sent it to me and i never watched it yeah i mean it's not super long um i haven't finished it yet though like i said i just didn't get around to it but um i think i got the gist of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's worth it's worth looking at but it's i mean i i pretty much gave you the recap (laughs) right the interesting parts highlight yes uh oh taryn this was a really good episode i feel like we uh we're getting more cohesive. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, yeah. I agree. I feel like our first one was a little rocky, but I think we're good. <laughs> um, let me know if you have a preference for next week. I can send you a picture of my like list of the different ones that I was thinking of doing. Do you want me to send it to you and you can let me know which one you like? Um, I think maybe we should just do the boys on the tracks. Um, okay. I'll watch the documentary so I can like I, I can figure out what the fuck you're talking about when you're okay. telling me what um and you know that I can actually have some kind of like (laughs) intellectual commentary to give not just like oh my goodness oh my god (laughs) all right I can't believe it (laughs) I will find I don't remember if it was like an episode of like criminal or if it was like an like an investigate discovery episode or if it was actually like a documentary about it but I'll I'll see what because I watched it a long time ago. I don't remember all the details, but I'll send it to you. And uh, I feel like that way you don't have to do like a ton of research. And I can't, you know, take notes and do some other research about it. <laughs> well, I know um, Georgia did it on um, my favorite book. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was an older one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a while ago. But I listened to it like two or three times. It's just, it's because I, I do a lot of other things while I listen to podcasts. So like sometimes I kind of space out. And I'm like, I need to sit down and like pay attention to this one because this is crazy. It is. It has so much. Yeah. Um. Did you watch The Stranger on Amazon Prime? No, I don't have Amazon. Well, okay, so I use Brian's Amazon Prime, but I don't know how to like hook up like the movie watching aspect I of that. I think you have a Fire Stick, don't you? We have. Um, do we have a Fire Stick? I think we do, but. Um, so, like, do we get that automatically when we have a Fire Stick? You should be able to use Brian's Amazon Prime account to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you're going to have to send me his login information because I don't, okay. I don't have it. I'll ask him what it is. I'm not sure either. Ours is just automatically logged in. Yeah. But it's also on YouTube, too. It oh, is okay. so fucking crazy, Amanda. It is, like, it is, like, a two-hour documentary. It's, like, a full-length movie. And... It's just about this guy who, like, this boy disappeared, Nicholas Barclay. He disappeared in, like, the 90s from his home in Texas. And he was 10, 12 years old, something like that. And four years later, they get a call from this kid in Spain claiming to be him. And they bring him home and everything and meet with him. And, like, the media is all excited. This kid is being reunited with his family. And, like, you get to hear both sides together. Like, you get to hear his side of the story and how he ended up, like, impersonating this kid. And also, 
you get to hear the family's side about, you know, like how heartbroken they were when he disappeared and how excited they were to find him. And it's just fucking crazy. Like it wasn't him. No, no, not at all. It is. But but Amanda, the last like 10 minutes have a crazy fucking twist. You will never believe like, um, it's called the imposter. I might have seen it, but I don't, maybe, I, I don't know. I'll have to look into it. There's that other one by, um, it's got, it's a movie. It's got Angelina Jolie in it, and it's called The Changeling. I've never it's, seen that. The same thing happens to her. It's really sad. It's really gloomy. Um, but yeah, the same thing happens to her, and she's, like, convinced that that boy is not her son. And he's just, like, he acts so heartbroken, like, Mommy, why don't you believe it's me? And, like, everybody around her is, like, just drop it. This is your son. I don't know why you're being crazy, but I, I mean, I'm, it's not him. It's really sad. Weird. Huh. Anyway, this movie has a very dark story to it. It's very interesting. I think you'll really, really like it. Well, is this the one where he's like, like a lot older than he's claiming to yes. be? I might have seen this, but I should probably rewatch it. It's so good. Yeah, like the I feel like we may have watched it together. Um, but it was a while. <laughs> you know, the reason why I might not remember it is we were probably stoned to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> and I was probably like, whoa, I the know. whole fucking time. It's, like, oh my it's God. so true. Yeah, that is a possibility. Um, but it's it's really crazy. I rewatched it the other day for the first time in a couple of years, and I was like, holy shit, I totally forgot about this like crazy ending. You'll, uh, you'll appreciate it for sure. But um, I will go ahead and look into the boys on the tracks and I will send you what I find and um, we can talk about it, I don't know, this week, next week, whatever. Yay! I'm excited. All right. Well, I have to go pay attention to Brian. He's been playing video games. So Brian <laughs> he needs his attention. Yeah, he does. But all right. Conspira sisters unite. Conspira sisters unite. All right. I'll talk to you later.